0: There's Tim Taylor here and uh, Eddie Sutton. We're just going to have a, a podcast really to talk about John, who we know we know has passed away now. And it's, it's been a couple of weeks since, but um, we just wanted to talk about John. And
1: yeah. we that's what we're here for. you bullied me into it because I've said, no, no, no. But I know it's the right thing to do too. And he'd be furious that we've missed a few weeks of not recording. I'm sure if it'd been the other way around, he'd be like, oh, well, come on, onwards, up we go, must get the podcast out for the listeners. But um, you were right and you said it's really important that we mark his passing and we don't want this in any way to be, um, we're not really going to talk about a sort of obituary podcast, but we just wanted to talk about him, how we met, how he influenced our lives. And even though both of us haven't known him for a huge amount of time, the time we did was just amazing. So you start Tim, Well, I?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And and Eddie, I mean, i just cast my mind back when to, I really, I met John the first time when he married John and Shirley Steele at their, their wedding. I don't know how many years ago that was, but that was up at Lordstones in the North Yorkshire Moors. And uh, I remember being introduced to John and Katrina at, at the wedding and uh, John Steele was really proud to, to introduce me and then we went you know the wedding went. it was a, a like a blessing in a massive teepee out on the edge of the on the edge of the moors on a on a Lordstones is a beautiful outlook it looks out looks out over uh kind of Middlesbrough and and, and over to the right where Rosebery Chopping is and that was a lovely day and then the next day John and Shirley had arranged a wedding run so we were all running around um over the three sisters um and I'm pretty sure John Kinniston had his dog collar on for the wedding run as well. So that was it was just like it was just like all it was just all lovely and charming and you know just really nice. And then I think i met John at a few different occasions, and I couldn't put a date or a name to any of them, um, but repeatedly seen him at the Lakeland sort of year after year. And then last year um, we started, uh, you know, we we I say me. And Chris Bland, but mainly Chris Bland started this run to the hills podcast um, that I've been nagging him about for about a year or two. And Chris started it in the spring, and then when Chris went to leave, John seemed to be the like the natural guy to sh- to shoe into the to the place because he'd been doing broadcast, he'd been podcasting, and well, not podcasting, but he'd been YouTubing and live Facebooking all like all through last year's lockdown. So he'd been talking to loads and loads of people, and I just when Chris told me he was leaving. I just thought, well, John's the John is the absolute ideal guy to do this. I wonder if he would want to, you know, reduce what he's doing on his own blog uh, and his own YouTube in order to kind of jump into the, the run to the hills thing. And when I and I rang him and had a chat with him, and he was just by, "Whoa, this is absolutely what I wanted to do." How did you know this is this is what I was after? And he was so enthusiastic and passionate and worked really hard. I mean, he's put, you know. And, numbers on everything but he put 70 in the space of about four months he's put 70 videos up on youtube um for run to the hills and he was just absolutely passionate about it and you just know that everyone gets on with him got on with him he never never had a bad word to say about anything if you had to redo something or change it or go back edit it amend it it was just like charming which i have to say always made me reflect after every day you know we'd have a chat maybe once a week or once a fortnight um either on zoom or on the phone and um i just always put the phone down and go that guy is so charming and cool and no not a bad bone in his body and his first reactions is kind of like always like how can he make something good out of it how can i improve how can i be better how can i you know bring care to whatever i'm doing and uh, just amazing, just absolutely amazing, and, and so lucky to have had, you know to have had him with us for however short a period of time. Yeah. And then you really two, amazing. and then you two got on like house on fire, obviously.
1: <laughs> well, I met him because you asked me to do the podcast, and I was like, "Oh no, 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 I can't do that. That's far too much technology. I mm-hmm. don't know what to do." And then you said, "Well, look up this guy." on the YouTube and see what you think. And I literally typed his name in, all these videos came up. There was him, smiling. And I don't think I even listened. I was like, yes, yes, perfection. And then, um, him and Katrina very kindly drove up to Scotland when we were there in the summer, which I'm so happy that he did because otherwise we'd never have met Yeah. face. mean
0: um, where was to that? Say that again. Where was that?
1: That was when we were in Pitlochry, where okay. my husband's family are from, and we had such a lovely day and chatted and chatted, and, you know, chatted, lots of chatting, and we went for all went for a run, and it just happened to be the most glorious day. So we've got pictures and videos that otherwise we'd never would have had, and um, so we got to know each other then. And then I really felt as your initial podcast, it's still like, you're still talking to somebody that you don't really know. And you don't know what you're doing. Exactly. And you know, all these people are listening. And I'm just talking about the stuff that I'm thinking, is anybody really interested in this? But I'll just carry on talking. But I definitely felt as we went along, one, we got to know each other much better. We felt much more comfortable. And I think John was, I, I won't kid myself that people, John was amazing at listening to people and getting them to tell their stories and um and people loved that and I always came away thinking how does he do that because I always felt like I have to talk and he never he didn't feel like he could talk and I think in some ways that's how it worked because I would interject in any awkward bits or I would make him laugh or say something inappropriate um but he'd bring me back and he would be you know and he'd get all these messages from different people saying, can I tell my story? Can I tell my story? And I was, I'd be like, really, really? And then, but then he'd find these, I don't know where he found them, found the most amazing people to tell stories and people wanted to talk to him. And just like you, every time I talked to him, I came away thinking, he's made me a little bit of a better person because... I'm too quick to judge and I'm too quick to make my opinion and you know I've got these very set ideas of what an ultra runner should be like and if they don't fit that then you know and he was just like so open-minded and so like constantly wanting to learn and I always felt very humbled that he would I tell him you know like all the sessions we did and all the coaching he'd always ask me for basically training that I'd give him. And you'd always say, thank you so much, and learning so much. And I always felt like, really? Because you're the one here with heaps of experience, but he made me feel like I had something to give, which yeah. is the ultimate gift that you can give to anybody else, I think, is that when you, when you have a relationship with someone, when you work with someone, is the ability to listen to them. Still working on that one. The ability to listen to them, to take on board what they're saying, and make them feel like what they're doing is is worthwhile and is um, is appreciated. And yeah. he's always made me feel like that um, more and more. And as a woman in this sport, as a coach in this sport, too often we're sort of slightly pushed aside. Um, men have louder voices, and I, and he never ever said. Anything like that, he was always treated me as an absolute equal, and um, if anything, he's always looked to me for advice, which I always found very humbling. And um, so, I think that shows in his true character. But so I know from all the Facebook messages, so many people have come back saying that's you know that's a trait that, especially nowadays, is just not we're missing. So many yeah. of us are the ability to see the best in everybody to always be I mean always be so kind and understanding. I'm sure his girls and Katrina would say you know sometimes he get out of head and be a bit grumpy but he never I mean never um, the most angry I ever saw him was when I did he wanted a five minute interview and I did an hour. <laughs> he had to edit the whole thing, and he was quite. But a couple of raging messages over WhatsApp. But he did it, and we just laughed about it. So, um, uh, yeah, I think so. And much- I can
0: see. I, I can see you might bring out not the best in someone sometimes, Eddie. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm not sure that's not
0: That was a, I said that in a nice way, didn't I?
1: Slightly irritating, would you say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you said that. I never said that. Whoa. But he definitely had, he definitely listened with, you know, he got two ears and one mouth and he kind of he, he used them in proportion, didn't he? He didn't. He always let you speak and, 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 and have your say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He was. Um, and, and I think that's something he'd honed over his life through all his different work, all his different charity mm. work. So it wasn't something that he just decided there was definitely a path that he followed accumulating in this podcast and all the work he did on the YouTube, which he spent years cultivating that ability to listen and to learn. And I think that's the thing that I'll definitely want to take with me forever is that ability to sit back and just absorb rather than always feeling you need to be in the mix it's all right to sort of slightly get yeah. back and let let it flow um,
0: yeah and and it's, it's amazing what is it's a kind of amazing when you take when you had time to go and look at what is do you go back and look at all his youtube that's been running for like 10 plus years his blog that's been going since forever and then you kind of go oh and then he was you know doing church work in india and and places like that so he'd like his accomplishments are just like A lot, you know long and you know many many things that he's done over many many years and talk to him for five minutes you would have absolutely no idea about any of that would you You really wouldn't and you'd probably find he'd have a great he'd have a great version of your life history and you'd maybe know nothing about him at all yeah um so so from
1: from all the facebook thousands and thousands of messages on facebook i mean he would have loved that Oh my goodness, I bet he's up in heaven in his element going, at last I've reached celebrity Facebook status. Yeah with um with all the messages. but so many messages from people that didn't know him that yeah. um, that yeah. he had just touched their lives and all just met him in a race or recognized him and then he'd spent time with them and gosh, I mean on a, I think and everybody I think who's part of the Run to the Hills Facebook group as well would be like, I just hope that if, if the worst ever happened to one of us that, pe- that part of that would be how I would be remembered as well or how I would like to be remembered yes, and how I'm going to sure. towards but always having time for people always having a moment in a race to know to get somebody moving if they're having a bad patch or to support people or going out to film people just giving up your oh. time um so many things he did that we never knew about and I just loved that I loved that about him but though he loved social media and he was the first one yeah. to any stats on new followers or how many hits or how many people how how many of our relatives have listened to the podcast he did so yeah. much that was unsung as well um,
0: absolutely and it and he would tell me off on my phone ringing in that I think um I, that's that's never happened before in the middle of that but so many people with the so many runners who'd like, you know, got gone onto the Facebook group and said, I've done this run for John. And just, there was just like continuous, wasn't it? And it's just like so many, many, many people who were like, well, I've done this run for John. I've done this, I've done that. And just amazing. And, you know, Andy Norman went on and created that event on the Facebook group of, you know, finishing the spine and very quickly kind of went, well, it doesn't matter how far you run, but one run will count for a mile because, Otherwise, you'll be, you know, we'll end up running to the moon and back with the number of miles that were being piled in there. Yeah, um, yeah just
1: people want it. One always wanted, you know, and and the way we show our sort of appreciation. And I know as Katrina and the girls asked us to do is to go running. And that's the way I've handled the grief quite a lot is just to go out and breathe and just think about him and be grateful for. Yeah. The time yeah. Had. yeah.
0: And you've done well to come on the, to come and record this because I know I've had to kind of strong arm you, bully you, cajole you, try to persuade you in many different ways.
1: You um, <laughs> haven't got any cheer cheered
0: cars. That's all. No, idiot. no, I know, but I'll, I'll send you some soon, Eddie. If <laughs> if um, if De Gaulle lets them in the country, or those those nice French douaniers will let them in. I'm not sure they will, but uh, I'll try and send you some soon. <laughs> you have got the snow. You have got. On the other hand, you have been sending me pictures of of snow quite a lot, which has irritated me no end.
1: No joke have... here, Tim. It's a yeah. joke right here. Uh, we, good were just, joke. Uh, we were just saying we've got so much snow here. We're actually been on a ban today of going up the mountain because there's so much snow and it's turned to rain, and yeah. so the avalanche it is there's five levels and it's never level five, but it's level five. Oh wow! It's really, really dangerous. Literally, the paths are all closed because the, mountain, the snow is just slipping off the mountain. Um, and I was saying potentially France are going back in lockdown, which means that we won't be able to go out at all. And so, Tim, you were kindly saying you were going to put in a good word to Macron for me and say, look, just let Eddie out a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll talk to um, who's, the, who's the French? Who is it now? Macron. Macron. Yeah. I'll have a word with Macron and just and see
1: to if he just cheer charge bars and just say, <laughs> look. Just give any special dispensation because she's got a bit of a tough time. Let her go out, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I have said I have been trying to get out lots, and um, just sort of you know I've never lost a, a dear dear friend before, so I'm, I'm no. It's all new to sort of suddenly, and I'm sure all his friends are feeling the same way. That suddenly you feel just a bit blown away by the whole thing, and then you no, okay, and you feel like okay, I can cope with this. But no, not want me. Well, John, I don't think would know what to do with me right now. All right, Eddie, no. uh, let's interview somebody. Um, no,
0: it's it's been quite unbelievable, hasn't it? I mean, it's just been such a shock, just such a shock, and such. You know, it's just so bloody unfortunate, and you know, I can't believe. I still can't believe he's gone, and we're we're talking about him, and it's just just a shocker, and you know i 'm hoping to talk to uh, one of his daughters later today, Holly who 's been really helpful and kind and and uh, appreciate the time she's she 's put in but you know thinking of Katrina as well because you know that 's her life partner yeah. gone yeah and that's just so makes me really sad,
1: yeah, really, really sad. Um, in other in other news, John would want us to talk about this um, i've started working with you might remember cast our minds back to before. Christmas where we gave a prize of coaching to Hannah Basley towards the Lakeland 50 and initially it was going to be three months coaching and we decided to do I was going to start coaching her now because she had a quite a long journey to build up and I felt like actually to me as I've talked about before the base building is the most important bit I didn't really want to go in three months before um I wanted to see her through the whole thing so We've had a long chat and we're about three weeks in but um, I just sort of let that happen off the line because I sort of wasn't ready to do anything public but I'm going to speak to her next week and we'll put that out so people can get to know her, get to know her life. She's a hard-working lady, two young kids at home, not at home um, but she started really well. I think yeah we're three weeks into the coaching now. We're introducing a few different little things, we're introducing some strengths so at i'm going to record something with her probably early next week um and you can start to know hannah and start following her journey and um right. uh,
0: see where she's going. so that that should be out with we ne- next week's program um there's c- a couple of other things i wanted to talk about relating to john um eddie one was um there's obviously been some good news because there's a there's a a new baby kinniston
1: yeah just arrived yeah.
0: so that's just lovely and andy andy kind of mentioned that on the on the facebook page a few days ago That's really kind of him so that's great you know that's that gives us all something to smile about uh and so welcome to baby kinniston but also you mentioned before we started recording that you um had an idea and you haven't quite fleshed it out so shall i let you chat on about that
1: yeah give me two minutes then you have to stop So um, I've just been thinking about, uh, I always, when I was a teacher and the end of term, any teachers out there, you know, when you get to the end of term, especially that Christmas term, you're so tired and so emotional. Me and my best mate used to teach together. We always used to say, don't make any big decisions right now when we're sort of in our 20s no dumping boyfriends no moving house you're so fired <laughs> you so um we've always carried that on now carried that on another 20 years to go right when you're feeling as uh, sad and you know you're processing a lot of emotions and so is everybody and big life change Don't make any big decisions. And that's why I've sort of put off making recording the podcast because I've been like, I'm not sure, you know, what we're going to do, where we're going to go. So let's just take our time. And I know everybody will understand that. But I would like to do something through the podcast to remember, John, all the sort of things we've just talked about that I'm going to try and be better at in my life listening, Um, listening and slowing down and uh, (coughs) doing a bit more for other people. So not really sure but I'm feeling that something along the lines of like a John Kiniston coaching um placement maybe we work with Lakeland 100 100 or Lakeland 50 or West Highland Way with two races which John was really passionate about and people get a place in those races and then they get some coaching to go into it um and we can sort of set up something in his memory that way something like that. But through the podcast, because I think that's important, he would love that.
0: Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm and uh, sure,
1: I'm sure people will have other ideas. Um, and I don't want to make any decisions like we said right now. But, um, yeah, it's something I was thinking about.
0: So we, we can put a post out on the Facebook page, just asking, kind of, kind of sketching out what you just yeah. said, but also saying what do you think, what your ideas what you know? What does anyone else think? Because somebody might come up, somebody might come up with something completely different that, uh, and it might be an idea that we all love. So yeah. let's see,
1: yeah. let's and see what comes about, up. You talked about cheer charge before that you gave a certain amount of your money to charity, and then you chose where that money went, and it was to yeah. bell paths, and it was to trees, and might be something more like that. Um, and obviously, I'd like to ask Katrina as well, and and and, yeah. and the of course, and see where that was going. But I think it's something you've always got to find positivity in tragedy uh, yeah so, absolutely we'll and help us all with our grief
0: that's right i think that's a great idea Eddie, and i, I really like it um well let's just see what where where that goes
1: yeah, so and i think i'll pop something on facebook uh in the yes year,
0: i'll let you do i'll let you do yeah, that I'll do, I'll, it, you much...
1: I'll do it you yeah, just back
0: yeah off i'll, I'll and... only misspell it or do something wrong
1: say, oh, you have a banner hanging down um so i think i think that's enough to talk about john he, cool. wouldn't have, he would have been he'd have been like don't warble on eddie
0: i think we okay heard enough. well look yes i think i think that that's a great that's a great place to to finish off so we'll talk about next week next week um and i think we're just going to finish off saying thanks to john and uh appreciating everything he did
1: it's not the end
0: <laughs> exactly so anyway i'm tim taylor
1: i'm liddy saturn let's
0: Let's run to the hills.